When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Michigan Wrestling is preparing to open its 102nd season to give us a preview of what to expect this year and a lowdown on those that are coming back, as well as some newcomers, both transfers and freshmen. Coach Sean Bormet is going to stop by and give us that preview on Conquering Heroes. Welcome to your one-stop podcast for all things Michigan athletics. Updates on every team on campus and interviews with players and coaches are all on the way. This is Conquering Heroes. Here's your host, John Jansen. Well, as promised, I'm joined by the wrestling coach here at the University of Michigan, Sean Bormet. Sean, first of all, thanks for joining me. And I know you guys officially got underway about a week, week and a half ago. How has uh, training been going? Hey, John. Yeah, great to be on. Training's been going great. We had a, a six-week preseason, a lot of strength and conditioning, technical work. And about a week ago, we uh, we were able to start ramping up our, our mat training. And uh, it's, we're off to a great start overall. Just great staff, uh, team. Can't say enough about this team, Team 102. And I think it's the best our room has been since I've been here. Uh, well, that says a lot because you lost a lot of guys, and I know that you've got some. You've got you got a great recruiting class. Uh, you've got some transfers, but let's talk about as and let's just kick this thing off. Some of the guys that are coming back. You got a couple of guys in Will Luan and Cameron Amin that are hey all Americans, 
and there's others on the roster. How have you been able to build around those guys that are returning? Yeah, we really strong returning group. You know, Cam and Mean and uh, Will Lewan leading that pack. You know, those guys are both multiple-time All-Americans, both in the hunt for national titles. Great leaders in our program, great competitors. And I think that was part of the attraction. You know, we, we, we did bring in four transfers out of, out of the transfer portal this year to, you know, to really strengthen uh, some of our weights where we're just a little younger. You know, and I think that was part of the draw was the, the nucleus we already had. You know, these four grad transfers, just incredible wrestlers, ex- excellent students. Um, we've loved everything they've brought to the team so far. And uh, these are these are four guys that are also, you know, right in the hunt for uh, national national titles this year. So, you know, six returning All-Americans on our roster, one national champ with uh, Shane Griffith. And, um, you know, the team's got a lot of strength, experience, depth, and I've already seen a lot of tremendous leadership from this entire group. How have you been able to, we hear this in all sports right now in regards to roster management and it's, Hey, you got a certain number of guys that are on your roster that are going to come back from last year. You got to then divide up what, you know, in terms of scholarships or roster spots in terms of incoming freshmen versus transfers. How do you manage and work those numbers? Yeah, you got to be a magician to be honest <laughs> these days, John. You got to be yeah. a magician with your with your scholarships, with eligibilities and uh and to be honest, this situation, our circumstances really started in the 2019-20 season when we Olympic redshirted our three best guys with Stevan Micic, Miles Amin and Logan Massa and, and that basically started we Olympic redshirted those guys and then the COVID cancellation of that season hit. Well, since we Olympic redshirted those guys, they didn't lose their senior year. Then we came back the next year, and it was a free year, so that season didn't count. And then they got another COVID year after that. And really what that did is it put us in a position where we were reinvesting in our current guys, and it really, to a degree, um, it limited our recruiting to a degree for two, three seasons. You know, we had smaller classes. We had smaller uh, amount of athletic scholarship to work with. We had to get real creative in our recruiting process. Um, so when we when this year hit, you know, we definitely we had some weights. You know, we got some really good young competitive guys. We got an unbelievable group of freshmen in. It's the number two recruiting class in the country that came in this fall. But these grad transfers really helped us strengthen some weights. And they were also, to a degree, an investment in that freshman class because those freshmen will benefit from training with these guys all year. It will allow us to redshirt, uh, potentially redshirt the majority of those freshmen, and uh, and and it's a win-win for everybody. What if you could put a strength on this roster, and this is where you would only know best because it's you know, hey, guys that are wrestling at a certain weight, depth at a certain weight. You have the transfers that come in on. Where is the strength of your roster? You know, I really think it's it's. We're really strong. At, we're going to be really strong at all ten weights. I mean, it's you know when you have, when you have six returning All Americans uh, in your lineup, and you got some of the talent we have with our, our some of our young guys that are going to be competing for those other four weights. You know, I really feel like we have a a team where we're you know we have five or six weights where guys are competing for you know national titles, and you know we have the other four or five weights guys are competing to be on the podium. So it's just a team. Uh, you know, where 
we got to get through the season, and it's kind of a race to develop and improve from now until March and develop where we can wrestle harder than our opponents between now and March and uh, and stay healthy. And, and that's really where the, the race is going to be with this team. But we got the talent, we got the depth, and we got the experience to, uh, to really make a run at a, at a championship season. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about the four grad, the four transfers um, that you have coming in, the four grad transfers. Um, and I know it's Michael D'Agostino, Chris Cannon, and Lucas Davis, and I believe all three of them are from Northwestern. And then uh, Shane Griffith, who comes in from Stanford as an NCAA champion. What have you seen from those guys, and, and what do you expect their contributions to be? Is it still that, that standard of, hey, whether it's NCAA champion or All-American? Yeah, I mean, those guys, I think all, all four of those guys in their mind, they're, they're going for national championships, Big Ten championships. You know, they're, they're all returning All-Americans. Shane's already been a national champ. Um, but, they, you know, they're guys that they love the sport. They're fanatical about their training. Uh, they've really injected just a lot of experience, uh, you know, a lot of skill. They're all different wrestlers. And, um, you know, and we have two lighter weights. Two, two upper weights with those with those four guys, so they've added a lot of depth, and they're also just you know like I said, I think it's the strongest our wrestling room has been in from a training standpoint between our college guys with the influx of these grad transfers, a returning roster, the number two recruiting class coming in as freshmen, and our 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 nine uh, club wrestlers. It's it's the strongest our wrestling room's been since I've been back. And, and what that does is that really, the, the, it accelerates the development of everyone in the room. Because when they're all training together uh, at that level, it really just accelerates development. And, uh, and that's really what I'm most excited about for this season. What does the training look like from now until you guys head to East Lansing for the Michigan State Open on November the 11th? So we just gave these guys a couple of days off the mat just to kind of mentally, mentally deload, let their bodies recharge. And we'll have a couple weeks of really good hard training um, coming up. You know, we're going to increase our mat workouts. The volume and intensity on the mat will go up. We'll decrease our, our running and lifting a little bit uh, between now and the Michigan State Open. We are going to start to pick up some matches. And even next week, we have some, some in-room wrestle-offs and simulation matches because we're also getting ready to enter a season where there have been 13 new rule changes. And about half of those are scoring changes. So we want to start really increasing our matches and making sure that these guys are connecting with these new rules and how it's going to affect and impact the match scoring um, as much as we can before we get into these uh, these real competitions. What are some of the most impactful rule changes that you see coming in this season? The biggest rule change, and it is a big one, is what you know traditionally. Uh, through the history of our sport, a takedown's always been two points. And this season, the takedown's going to be worth three points. Um, so it, it just it creates a big difference in the scoring ratio because before, you know, it was two takedown, one for an escape, or two for reversal. You know, now the takedowns, are there's such a premium put on the takedowns. It's three points. The escape's still only one point. The reversal's still only two points. So that is the one that I think is really going to change the, uh, the the match a lot in terms of just the scoring ratio, and um, and I think really reward you know the guys that are attacking, putting themselves in positions to score more points, 
and the guys that are really great finishers are gonna are gonna be rewarded um, with that extra point for every takedown. Well, at the risk of answering or asking a really dumb question, um, what was the point? Why did they make that change on the takedown going from two to three? You know, I think that a few of the other rule changes they made had it was more about just trying to get into where it's a little more clear and, and when scoring is a little more clear and controlled. I think the emphasis on the takedown, rewarding that 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 takedown uh, with a three point um, three point scoring was really to uh, really try to encourage a more offensive style, mm-hmm. emphasize more offense in our sport. Um, so you know, I think we'll see. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent confident that that's going to be the result, but. But we'll see. I mean, in terms of how we're approaching it, you know, it's, it doesn't change how we're approaching the wrestling and how we're approaching our mindset for competition. But, you know, it does make a difference because, you know, there are just matches before where you could, you know, you could give up a takedown, get away, it's two to one, get taken down again, get away. Now it's four to two, you get away. And then you get a takedown, and you're still, you know, you're still in the match of winning. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you if you give up two takedowns and get taken down three times, it's nine to two. You know, so it's just a, a scoring ratio that I think, you know, it's hard to say exactly how it's going to impact guys. I think the psychological factors behind it are the guys that think offensively will continue to think offensively, and the guys that measure more risk and and maybe we're a little more cautious and defensive minded will be even more cautious and defensive minded. Um, but it's going to be exciting either way. And whenever there's a new set of rules, uh, those first few competitions, um, you know, you always see, you know, just kind of scores all over the place. So, so it's going to be an interesting first couple competitions. So one of them that's uh, on the uh, on the books right now is the Michigan State Open. And before we started recording, you mentioned that there's probably going to be somewhere around 40 different programs that are there. Just give our listeners a little bit of an insight, or if you can describe what's that what's that day like? What does that environment look like? Yeah, it's it's you know it's just a, it's a great competition for us because we can get the majority of our team. We don't always wrestle all of our varsity wrestlers there. But, you know, we will have probably 75, 80 percent of our team there competing. We can bring all of our freshmen, all of our, you know, all of our red shirts. Um, but it's it's a it's a great competition to start that season because, you know, guys can get anywhere from, you know, two to five matches. So they get a lot of experience in that one day. It's a long day. There's probably 16 matches, a lot of action, you know anticipate a start at 9 a.m. And, and probably wrap up at 7 or 8 p.m. and just matches throughout the day leading up to those finals. But just a lot of high-quality matches. A lot of a lot of Big Ten teams are there. A lot of MAC teams are there. So it's a wide range of, uh, you know, competitors. They have a fresh, soft division, which is nice, too, because you can put a lot of your younger guys into those divisions. Um, so kind of a wide range, but especially with these new rules and, uh, and us getting our first opportunity to wrestle with these new rules, um, it's a great competition. It's it's one hour away from us, so uh, we're, we're we're looking forward to it. And I want to ask you about the ones that you guys are going to host in January and early February. Michigan State, January 14. Penn State, January 19. Rutgers is January the 21st. In Iowa, um, you guys are going to host February the 2nd. Um, what does it mean for you guys to have those have those meets at Chrysler Center? And for fans that are, are, are that want to come out, how exciting is that environment? If they've never been to one before, what's it like? 
Yeah, it's it's an incredible environment in, inside Chrysler Center. Just uh, you know, one mat, two guys wrestling, filled stands, best wrestling in the country. And we're talking about our in-state rival, Michigan State, top-ranked Penn State and Iowa. Those are going to be unbelievable matchups. Rutgers is coming off, bringing a lot of guys back from from a redshirt year, so they're, I think they're going to be a strength and team this year. You know, it's just uh, the best of the best in terms of, of wrestling in the Big Ten Conference. And, you know, I, I think our biggest thing is getting that Michigan fan base to help us fill Chrysler and really set the stage for those dual meets. It's a loud environment. There's a lot of scoring. We got an exciting team, and uh, I think everyone's going to really enjoy watching them this year. Hogan's Financial Group is a proud wealth management partner of Michigan Athletics. The second annual night out at the Big House on October 12th has officially sold out. But due to increased demand, another date is scheduled for Thursday, November 9th. Learn strategies for managing the risks of retirement and enjoy complimentary dinner and drinks, door prizes, and get exclusive access to tour Michigan Stadium. Just go to mgoblue.com slash bighouse to sign up. That's mgoblue.com slash bighouse. Limited seats are available. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. When you start looking across the Big Ten, because we've talked about this before, and the quality of wrestling in this in the Big Ten, especially hey, when I, was it last year in Detroit? Um, was the Big Ten meet? Um, and it, you've mentioned that that environment is is second to none. The competition in the Big Ten is second to none across the country. Um, just what are what are some of the obstacles? Who is the is the 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 guys that are the biggest challenges or the schools that are the biggest challenges that you're going to face this year? Yeah, it'll be, you know, for sure, you know, Penn state and Iowa two two of the top ranked teams uh, and, and we'll have them both at home. And, and those dual meets will have several, you know, top four, top five ranked matchups. Uh, probably, you know, probably two thirds of the dual meets, uh, between those two teams will be guys ranked number one, number two, number three in the country. So some of the some of the best individual matchups you can see in wrestling will be in those dual meets. You know, and then we also have uh, Ohio State will have a strong team again this year, and we have that dual meet down at Ohio State. That's always a great dual meet. Obviously, big rival school, and and again, you know, I'd say you know between us, Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State. We're probably going to be ranked uh, all in the top five in the country. So um, just it just doesn't get any better than this Big Ten wrestling. And we're really fortunate to have these home duels and have them right in Chrysler Center where we can pack the house and uh, create a create an uh, incredible environment. And the impact of Michigan wrestling when you have guys like uh, uh, St- Stephen Michich, uh, Miles Amin, and Mason Paris. I had a chance to talk to Mason Paris last year, and it was. It's unbelievable the quality of individual, the quality of wrestling, but what they were able to do at the World Championships, two of them, and that's Amin and Michich, 
you know, already qualified for the Olympics. I know Mason Paris um, is qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials. When you have a chance to watch and Michigan wrestlers and go and have that impact internationally, what does it do for your program? What does it mean to you? Yeah, huge for recruiting, huge for our alumni and just our, our, our donor base, you know, because this is something the Olympic program that we've built alongside our college program, that's been a work in progress since I came back in 2011. You know, we've really invested in that program because that really, uh, it really fortifies our college wrestling room. It also helps attract top talent, the top recruits around the country because those top kids, you know, they all want to win NCAA titles, but they also look at that as a stepping stone to winning, you know, world championships and winning Olympic gold medals. And those are the kind of recruits we want in this program. So, you know, for us coming off this last world championships, it was a record performance for our program. And it was incredibly rare, you know, a gold medal, two bronze medals, you know, three world medals from one college program. All three of those guys were on team 100, uh, that team that won the big tens two years ago. Um, and it's really, it's been decades since any team has had three world medalists off one college program. So just a, a record performance. So happy for those guys, but it really, it's a reflection on what we've been building here with our college program, the kind of the kind of recruits and the kind of talent we've been attracting and the overall investment that has been made in our Olympic club, the Cliff Keen wrestling club and all that stuff culminating into this kind of success. So super exciting for our program and everybody involved. Well, coach, congratulations on the success and a looking forward to see what, what this team one Oh two will be this year. We're excited to get to Chrysler uh, center. I know I'm going to be there for a few of them as well. I don't want to miss uh, any of that energy that you were talking about, uh, especially with that Penn state and Iowa matchup, but, uh, uh, best of luck and, uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks John. Go blue. Well, I want to thank Coach Bormet for his time uh, in giving us an, uh, you know, a preview of what to expect for this wrestling season, and I can't wait in January. I'm going to give you those dates again at the Chrysler Center. Michigan State, January the 14th. Penn State, January the 19th. And then February the 2nd, Iowa uh, will be at the Chrysler Center. I hope you can join me at some of those. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there. We'll cheer on the Michigan wrestling program and look forward to a great season. For all your Michigan athletic information and insight into what's going on across all of Michigan athletics, make sure you stay tuned right here on Conquering Heroes. Thanks for listening to Conquering Heroes with John Jansen. Conquering Heroes is part of our Michigan Athletics Podcast Network. M Go Blue Podcasts. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.